25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks and spot. The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Hey, what's up? I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents, competitive rates, fast service, friendly service. Your friends, my friends at Farm Bureau, welcome in today on Hope Day. It is Wednesday, one step closer to the weekend. And I've yet to, I guess it's maybe because we have an open date this weekend at uh, Mississippi State, so I've yet to pull up the schedule and kind of look and see who's playing when and how and where. I'm going to do that today. It'd be like show prep live on the radio, Roger, because I haven't done it yet. I'm curious to see. Last weekend's lineup of games across the country, you know, as a whole was not great. The NFL weekend was great, but I'm going to take a look at that. Yep. And the Major League Baseball playoffs got started last night. What an incredible wild card game that was. I did not get to see much of it. I just read about it, watched the highlights, and kind of got the scope of the game. The comeback by the Nats to beat the Brewers. Brewers got a great start from the Mississippi kid. Brandon Woodruff, four innings. I think he gave up one run in those four innings, and that one run was, a, was a, I guess, a solo home run. So they really only tagged him one time, right? Had a really good, strong start. Throwing the ball really hard. Late in the game, the Nats put it together. And so it's now Nats moving on. Brewers are done for the year. And the Nationals will play the Dodgers. Good luck with that, Nats. And um, that starts later in the week. You got the American League wild card tonight. Um, So looking forward to all that. Roger, we had a good night last night in Tupelo for the uh, film study event. Y'all sell out? We had a packed house. It was really good. And uh, we were at Park Heights Restaurant. I don't know if you've ever been there. The food was really good. Um, and I didn't eat when everybody else ate. They were eating while we were watching film, uh, doing a film study. But they fixed me a to-go. <laughs> so after I packed everything up, I got to uh, eat it later at home. And, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, we had a good crowd. I really appreciated the folks from Mississippi Land Bank for – making that one happen. And then tomorrow night, Thursday night, which we are already packed and sold out for at Char Restaurant in Jackson. And that one is being put on and presented by the folks at Madison County Farm Bureau Insurance. Farm Bureau Insurance, Madison County, Bob Atkins and the guys. I think I'm going to get to see Bob and Cole. I don't know if the, the, some of the others can make it, but you can see Bob and Cole there. If y'all haven't been by to see them, just pop in and interrupt them. That's what y'all to do. Just pop in and see, like, just see what they're doing. Say, hey, Matt sent me in here to see what y'all are doing. <laughs> Farm Bureau Insurance. You'll find them there in Madison, right on the railroad track on Ebenezer. Like I told you, they're about a block south of the 
caboose at the other intersection. So y'all pop on in and see them. Hey, look, here we got a phone call to start the day. Why don't we do that? I, by the way, first, though, let me tell you, if you're tuning in, I have a guest coming up in just a bit. My friend, your friend, you always enjoy hearing from him, Brett Norsworthy from Sports 56 in Memphis. Brett is going to join us in just a minute or two. Brett is a Cardinals fan. I don't know if y'all knew that. Sure is, and it goes way back for him. He's a lifelong Cardinals fan, a huge fan. And I'm a Braves fan. <laughs> and our teams are playing each other on Thursday, starting on Thursday night <laughs> in the NLDS. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're also going to maybe preview Ole Miss and Vanderbilt. State's off this weekend. Ole Miss got a big home game with Vanderbilt. and Looks like a toss-up, so we're going to talk with Brett in just a sec. Uh, first, though, on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, they are your Kubota dealer. Garrett on the phone. What's up, Garrett? Hello. Not much, man. You tell me. Oh, uh, nothing much. Just uh, prepping for a tournament I got going on this weekend. Sitting in the school parking lot. <laughs> Garrett. All right. So I I heard about you yesterday. Hey, and real quick, Garrett, remind me of your last name. McWilliams. Okay, Garrett McWilliams, folks. Garrett McWilliams is on your radio right now, and he is a, about to take part in a like a national bass fishing competition. And, Garrett, you go to school at Heinz, correct? Yes, sir. All right, so where are you going to take part in this tournament? Uh, this tournament is going to be held in Idaho. Okay. And, uh, I had to catch the biggest bass for the Mississippi Division to go there, uh-huh. and so did everybody else from the other states. And there's only one person from each state to go to Idaho and fish for a boat and a bunch of other prizes he has set up for us, and it's represented by Bass Nation. Okay, so you're telling me that the the like the like first-place prize is a boat? You get a whole boat? Yes, a whole boat. You get to take it home with you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You got to pay taxes. I know, it's crazy. I was going to ask you if you have to pay taxes on it, but we'll worry about that bridge. When we, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> um, okay, and, and Garrett, tell me when the tournament is. It's October twentieth. It's three weeks. Three weeks from now, something like that. Okay. Will you go uh, re- real quick? I've, I've got my guest hanging on. Real quick, Garrett, tell me this: Will you go out and you practice ahead of time? Actually, they um, usually that's what we do for tournaments. We do go out and pre fish usually. But okay. For this tournament, they actually took all that off since we're all from crazy distances away. Where there's only two people that's right there, or three people that's right there by that lake. Mm-hmm. So they took actually they took all the practices off. You okay. can't practice on the lake, and they took all electronics on your boat off, so you can't use any electronics, just the GPS to get you around the lake. Wow! So it's actually going to be kind of difficult. I've never had to do that. Before. That is, yeah. I mean, you're used to using your your sonar, your yeah, depth finder, and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, uh, and, right. And that, I mean, usually I got like on two lines to help you get to a certain spots, and so you can look and know what you're fishing. But you know, I. It's going to be kind of hard to really know what I'm fishing down there. <laughs> You're not going to know, are you? That's really something else. And okay, so it's happening really quickly. You don't get to practice. Garrett McWilliams, Heinz Community College, is going to participate uh, in this event in Idaho. What's uh, Garrett? Help me out. Like, what's the proper name of the bass tournament? It's called Big Bass Junior Championship. Okay, and um, it's for the high school anglers and college anglers. Okay, Big Bass Junior Championship. And one last thing, Garrett, 
we I want to follow how it goes for you. Um, where do I go? Where can I kind of track it online? Can I follow you on Twitter? Like, what do you suggest I do to keep up with the event? You can follow me on my Instagram page. It's Garrett McWilliams Fishing. Okay. But also, Bass is having a live stream on there all day. So, okay. I think you can be able to go to Bassmaster.com and follow it on there. Garrett, listen, thank you so much for calling in, giving me the details. I've written it all down. I'm going to be following it, and I'm going to tell everybody else how to do it also, man. Hey, and good luck. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. That's uh, Garrett McWilliams calling in. Um, y'all follow him on Instagram, Garrett McWilliams Fishing on Instagram. And then uh, later this month, we can all go to the uh, BASS website and follow this big national competition with other high school and, and college bass fishermen he's going to be competing against. Look forward to that. All right, I'm going to flip it over now on the Divinity Equipment phone to a um, friend of mine, friend of yours. You enjoy hearing him on the show. I know that because every time he's on, you tell me, and, and I really enjoy it as well, especially when baseball and football overlap. So let's get into it right now. The Divinity Equipment phone line with our friend Brett Norsworthy from Sports 56 in Memphis, and he may be the biggest Cardinals fan I know. Brett, are you are you smiling from ear to ear right now? Matt, I am. I'm smiling from ear to ear because I love being on with you. And I am smiling ear to ear also because I love this time of year. It is my favorite. The sun-ups, the sunsets, baseball, college football, pro football rolling. Later in the month, we get a, get a start, a, a taste of the NBA, college basketball practice starting. For those that like it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to mislead your listener and say that it's my favorite sport. But tonight the puck drops after their three weeks of vacation in the NHL. I'd love to know where those guys go for that vacation. I'm telling you, hey, and I, and for me personally too, Brad, I'm right there with you. And and I'll throw in the previous conversation you heard, and that is it's big time bass fishing time of year. Also, man, we got it all <laughs> right now. Um, and, and look. My Braves, your Cardinals, NLDS. I I can't think of a more fun and exciting NLDS for folks around here. Can you? I think we lost Brett. Hey Roger, did we lose him? <laughs> we it, it I almost think we're in the process of it. Yeah. Hey, it almost sounded like his phone um, like fell out of the car and somebody else picked it up. <laughs> we'll have to try it again. Um, so we'll try to get him on. <laughs> it, I don't know. Was that Brett's voice? I don't think it was Brett's voice. No, but let me let me just look at what he just described for you. Here was kind of where we're going with that. You talk about a great time of year. Okay, so you're in the smack middle of college football season, and it's the schedule is about to get better. Like last week, week five of the college football season was not great. Across the board, if you look at the whole thing, the whole ball of wax. But you had last weekend two uh, top 25 matchups where ranked teams against each other, and that was it. You know, So it wasn't great. But it's about to start to get really interesting. It's really starting this week. I mean, we got great matchups all over the place. Everybody's going to be watching this Auburn-Florida deal. The NFL is exciting every weekend. There's never a dull weekend in the, in the NFL. And when baseball gets to this point, we just had the first wild card game last night. Nats are in. 
And I believe we have Brett back, Brett Norsworthy back on the Divinity Equipment phone. And Brett, what I was saying is you're a Cardinals fan. I'm a Braves fan. There are millions of others just like us around in this area. We really couldn't ask for a more exciting NLDS, could we? No, we couldn't, man. I'm so sorry. I think the old bridge in Memphis got me as I was crossing. (laughs) I am very, very sorry. I I, I did not intentionally do that, and I know you didn't. And as Roger said, it it just never happens on my show, but only all the time. (laughs) But I'm I'm very sorry. Yeah, I love this time of year, Matt. You know I do. The college football really rolling good. I wish we'd get a little break in some of this summer weather. It feels more like the 4th of July than it does baseball playoffs. I love this time of year. And and even for those, I'm not the biggest, and really I'm not one at all, but even hockey starts tonight. And as I was saying, I I would love to know where those guys in the NHL go for that two weeks off they take. Sure. Hey, and and Brett, when you look at the Cardinals in this matchup, just real quick, scouting report, um, what do you think? What do you, I mean, how do you see that series playing out? I think the Braves are, are the favorite for a reason, had the better record for the reason, won the season series for a reason. We're in the playoffs last year. They have a little more playoff season. You go around the Cardinal lineup except for Yadier Molina, and that's a big exception. There's not a lot of laps around the track at playoff time, mm. and the Braves don't have a lot, but they have a little more. I do think the Braves are a little better. If you go positional matchup by matchup, you go all the way around. And they have the home field advantage with the first two games in Atlanta. And even the starting pitcher on Thursday afternoon, Dallas Keuchel's been in some big playoff games. None of them with the Braves in his first year with the Braves. You know, picked up after the season got going good. But he's going to be awfully tough. And Miles Michaelis has never pitched in a playoff. Jack Flaherty's never pitched in a playoff. Bulldog Dakota Hudson's never pitched in a playoff. You know, it takes a while to get around to Adam Wainwright. He's really got the playoff experience for St. Louis. And, you know, about anything Adam Wainwright gives the Cardinals at this point, his career is really kind of house money, bonus gravy. I, I think the Braves are favored for a reason. They probably should win and, and would, would rep, I think would represent very well up against presumably the Dodgers. But the Nationals really came out of last night with a lot of momentum. And that wild card game gives you that. You come out of that feeling like you're Superman after you get that win, especially in that emotional style that they won in. They trailed that game in real time for two hours and 42 minutes, only led for nine minutes, and got the W in advance and sent Milwaukee home. Yeah, what a game last night. And then you got the American Wild, American League wild card tonight, uh, which is interesting. And, you know, when you get when you get some teams like and those brands like Dodgers, Cardinals, Yankees, Braves in your postseason. I just, you know, I know Cubs, they're not there, but a few years ago they were. You get those brands like that in the postseason. It's just good for Major League Baseball, don't you think? I, I love it. I love October baseball, whether my team's in it or not. I know people say, yeah, but they're always in it. No, they're not. Been out for three years. I love it just as much. When my team uh, is not in it is when they are. But, yeah, a little, a little bit of added interest with that. But you're right about the market. In, in the offices of MLB on Park Place in New York, on Park Avenue in New York, they got to love having New York, Los Angeles, Houston, Atlanta, the Bay Area, the traditional Midwest fans of the Cardinals. They have to love that. But you play it out on the field. The Rays are a really good team. Mm-hmm. They're 30th in payroll. They 
have to do everything right over the course of the year. They're a little bit like some of us in the SEC West. Everything has to go really right for it to be a good year. And, and, and the Rays did it back-to-back 90-win seasons, 90-plus win seasons for them. Last year they won 90 and stayed at home. The two-year body of work that Kevin Cash has done in, in Tampa, in St. Pete, managing the Tampa Bay Rays is just extraordinary. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And, and, and they're good. The A's are really good. Bob Melvin, he will now, at going into next year, he will be senior status manager in the American League with Ned Yost's retirement and, and, and a couple of the, the firings around the American League. So Bob Melvin, kind of a baseball lifer. You know, most people, you ask, hey, who's manager of the Oakland A's? They might tell you Art Howe. They might tell you Ken Maka. It'll take them a while to get around to Bob Melvin. <laughs> it sure will. Brett Norsworthy on your radio right now. Y'all follow him on Twitter if you uh, uh, don't already, at Brett Norsworthy. Uh, give him a follow. You can hear him uh, in the afternoons on Sports 56 in Memphis and uh, on the weekends, pregame, postgame hosts for Ole Miss football. And so you mentioned that that bloody SEC West um, this weekend – uh, Ole Miss gets to take a dip out of the West, but it's that old pesky Vanderbilt coming to Oxford. And I'm watching Vandy, and I'm thinking, you know, um, they they look to me to be a capable team. They're probably going to battle Ole Miss, and this could be a close game. What do you think, Brett? Oh, I think it's going to be close, Matt. It, it seemingly always is. Five and five over the last ten in this series. Heartbreaking overtime loss up there last year on a very cold late Saturday night. And I love what Vandy lines up at running back, tight end, and wide receiver with Lipscomb, Pinckney, and the run, the, the, the good running back. Uh, Vaughn. I, I think they can – Keyshawn Vaughn, I think they can really do some things on offense, but what they're really missing is that steady hand of, of, of Kyle Dermer, who seemingly was there for about 13 years. And it, it felt like Greg Zolman left and Kyle Shermer came in with a cameo in there of Jay Cutler somewhere. But but they're, they're trying to get that fixed with the Ball State transfer. He, he, he doesn't appear to have the, have the composure uh, yet of r- really running that offense. It's not a very complicated offense, but Keyshawn Vaughn is big time. I, I said last Saturday on our postgame, I, 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 and I, I truly mean this, I think Keyshawn Vaughn could, could start at Alabama. Could start for just about anybody in the league, and I, I know uh, Lipscomb and Pinkney can. Pinkney's big time tight end that will play in the NFL. So, so what will Ole Miss do against a, a Vandy defense that really doesn't have that name guy? Like you know, normally they have a pretty good linebacker that everybody kind of kind of knows about. They really don't have that this year. But that's Derek Mason's calling card on the defensive side. And look, they're like they're like everybody else, man. I mean. Every weekend in SEC is is win or die. Mm. It feels like it's that kind of feeling. You know, I don't mean it literally, but the, the fan bases and, and the coaches, it is so much pressure, so much pressure on the players. And to see last Saturday a true freshman playing at Oak Grove last year, John Rice Plumley, go down and first college start, you know, welcome to college football, John Rice. You're starting at Bryant-Denny Stadium, <laughs> and he played his – Yep. He played so hard. I was so proud of that effort. It felt like if they'd have sent him in at corner, he would have gone in at corner. And he even went Bruce Lee on one play. <laughs> kind of flying scissor kick. <laughs> you know, and he's 
And the truth is, he's probably fast enough to play defense if they needed him to. I agree with you. It was a heck of a deal. And it's interesting to watch this weekend and see, you know, who goes out there under center. Ole Miss about a touchdown favorite is what I'm seeing at 6.30 on the SEC Network. And, Brett, uh, I'll be listening in pregame, postgame like we try to do. And with an open date for State this weekend, I get to be like a fan and sit at home and watch. So I'm looking forward to that. And I just appreciate your time on a Wednesday very, very much. Thank you, Matt. Not a bad deal to get the grill going and watch football on Saturday. Enjoy your open date, Matt. I'm sorry for the the, 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 the complication over here. Appreciate you having me. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Don't you you know worry about it at all, Brett. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. That's Thank Brett. You. That's Brett Norsworthy. He is pregame postgame host for Ole Miss on the Ole Miss uh, Football Network, and uh, has his own show on Sports 56 in Memphis in the afternoons and. You know, I'm actually glancing at this, and I think I misspoke earlier. Might have just actually made a mistake. I was assuming a couple of things. I just assumed that we are in week six of the college football season. Therefore, surely to goodness, the lineup of the games this weekend across the board has got to be better than it was last weekend. Well, that's false. It's just as bad as it was last weekend. I'm looking at this. You got one really sure enough interesting game in the SEC. One. And it's the 230 CBS game, Auburn at Florida. And, and that's that's a real deal game, sure. Seven versus ten. But the rest of the league, and there's a whole bunch of teams off, a bunch of teams in an out of conference this week. Whew. It's ugly. They strove for parody and ended up with mediocrity. Mediocrity. Went from chicken salad to you know what pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> We're rolling along that one, man. <laughs> on hump day. Stick around. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. Ooh, what a big. Back on the show with you. Appreciate you tuning in. However you're listening, on the radio, online, or on demand, whatever the case is, appreciate you tuning into the show here in the Farm Bureau studio when staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, they are customer-inspired. And that's why everything seems cool. Like they come out with new stuff and new deals. It's because they're trying to figure out what the heck you want, not just what they want to sell. A lot of companies just figure out what they want to sell. But at C Spire, they figure out what do you really need and how do you want it and what makes sense financially, and they figure it out. And it's a great Mississippi company and really proud of what they do. Hey, uh, news breaking. I'm going to tell you how to be a part of the show. Yeah, if you're listening on WRKS, The Zone 105.9, you'll be able to call. We're live. We're live in the Farm Bureau studio today, so you can call me on the Divinity phone. You can text the show. You can tweet me. I'll give you all that information. But there's some news popping up on Twitter right now. All right, let's see. He's got a blue check mark. His name is Brody Miller. LSU beat reporter for The Athletic. Brody Miller. A source confirms LSU running back Leonard Fournette. Is it Leonard? I said Leonard, but is it Leonard? Because it's you know the other guy is Leonard Fournette, who's now with the Jaguars. This is his younger brother. Is it Leonard or Leonard Fournette? Leonard would be what I would guess, but I would be probably wrong. Okay, well you, let's go with that. Leonard, we'll look it up. 
Let's go with that. So if we're wrong, I blame it on you. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Let's go. But it looks like Leonard Fournette has left the LSU football team. ESPN was the first to report that. He's already off the online roster. He's out of there. So just put that. I mean, he was getting some snaps, right? Now, he's not their starter at running back, no. And they're throwing the you-know-what out of the football. They're not running it as much. I'm drawing a blank. I'm having one of those days, Roger, where mentally it's like I'm I'm not checked out, but I'm having a hard time because at a late night last night and then went to sleep dog-tired but woke up at 1 a.m. and been awake ever since. Couldn't go back to sleep. When I lose sleep, man, I, my my brain does not work right. I'm with you. The, the allergies, I don't really get them as bad as I used to, but sometimes it can yeah. stop you up a little bit. No doubt. Um, <clears throat> let's see. So, yeah, Len- Leonard Fournette, he's not on the team. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is the starting running back at LSU, and he's getting most of the snaps. I don't know if it's a playing time thing or he's just tired of it or what. Truth about it is there's a lot of people who play sports or particularly football way on up in their life, and they really don't want to. They just do it because they think they're supposed to. And if there's anybody doing that, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't play just because you think you're supposed to. You should play because you enjoy it. And if you don't, if you stop enjoying it, then get the heck out. And nobody can blame you for that. All right, here you go. So let me give you the numbers. You want to call me today? Let's do it. On the Divinity Equipment phone, it is 995-1059. It's a 601 number, 995-1059. And you can text the show, 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN. Or, if you need the numbers, 885-3776. Tweet me, at Radio Wyatt. Send me a tweet there, at Radio Wyatt. If you look at my Twitter feed, Mississippi Land Bank, who sponsored last night's football talk dinner in Tupelo, sent out some pictures, and there we are, posing by the banner and you can see we had a room full of folks watching a little film. So that's fun. We're going to do that tomorrow night. Maybe a little different at Char. I think we have a big projector shooting it up on a big screen and everything. Get a laser pointer out. You know? Are you doing different scenarios each time or is it you got the same? You no, know, it's different each time. You know, it's what you know, you try to kind of get a feel for oh, what's from the previous weekend. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Okay. That's right. A lot of yeah. it. Because you can you could really pull any film of any game and get an idea of, you know, like learn some new stuff, maybe that you didn't already know. But it's more interesting to watch film of your team. (laughs) And uh, what's cool about it is if you look at the games last weekend, Roger, you had State playing Auburn, and you had Ole Miss playing Alabama. And if you put a State fan and an Ole Miss fan in the same room and you just watch film of those two games, then each fan gets to watch their own team plus three or two future opponents. So, you know, or two future opponents. So, um, so that just really worked out well. Excuse me one moment. It'd be interesting to hear you do some like historic wins, like, uh, do one where Ole Miss beats Alabama and another one where state does. Yeah, that's a good idea. We might do that in the future. Go back and find some of your high points and show what was really going on. That's a good idea, Roger. That would be a, it out as it is. Well, and that would be a great off-season way to approach it, wouldn't it? Yeah. As actually. opposed to something hyper-current, you know, that'd be that'd be fun. That's a good idea. I need to listen to you more often. Every once in a while. 
blind squirrel. You're missing right? that on Lost Pizza again. Sorry about that. Yeah. Am I? Yeah, they just brought me some in here. They they brought you pizza? <laughs> what kind did they bring this time? Uh, Otis. Oh, that's such a great one. My, the, my meat two, lovers, I think, isn't it? Yeah, meat it is. Lovers. It's like all different kinds of meat. Uh, the Otis and the, the Lucille. Oh, okay. That's the one named after B.B. King's guitar. What's on that one? Chicken, some oh, type okay. of some type of, type of ranch, bacon. I mean, it's it's like that dip my mom makes just on a pizza. <laughs> it's really, really good. Yeah, so I'm jealous, but I'm happy for you. I'm glad they brought it. Uh, listen, earlier in the show, young man named Garrett McWilliams was on the Divinity Equipment phone with us. Garrett is a student right now at Heinz Community College. Later this month, he is headed to Idaho to take part in the Big Bass Junior Championship sanctioned by B-A-S-S, Bass. That's Bass Master, okay? That's the big deal, all right? And so he's headed out there to compete against other high school and college fishermen, bass fishermen from all over the country. That's later this month? Later this month. Um, I think he and said he can't he, go out and scout it. Well, yeah, that's the thing. He said they don't get to pre-fish. See, I called it practice. He called it pre-fish. Same thing. Like if you're going to fish a tournament on a particular weekend, Roger, it depending on how serious you are about it, you might actually take a day or two off of work and head out there early and just go fishing and try and learn about the lake and, and just kind of get a feel for it ahead of the tournament, right? Well, kind of like a golfer comes on yeah. with his caddy. They, you know, get ranges and yeah. lies and things like that. You, that's exactly but they're not going to allow them to use their depth finder, or fish finder, or anything. Well, see, that's the thing that's interesting to me. So yeah. this right here is... You to scout out, uh, you know, an environment, I guess. Like, you would, you said to go around limbs and stuff. Well, he okay, he said they can use their GPS for navigation. Okay. Which... Yes, on any body of water that has any kind of standing timber, then there's places where there may be submerged timber. You can't see it. You you have to kind of know how to navigate without tearing your boat up. And I, I don't know what kind of lake they're going to. But, you know, so the GPS thing plus getting to and from, if you're unfamiliar with the body of water, you can go practice it, think you know it, and still get lost and get turned around and have a hard time finding stuff. So GPS... But in terms of sonar, depth finder stuff, they can't use that, which is what bass fishermen use. And technology is phenomenal now. It tells them, you know, what's beneath the boat. It, you know, you get side finder without, you know, X amount of feet. It's giving you an image of what's down there. Fish, rocks, limbs, brush, treetops, hard bottom, soft bottom, all that kind of stuff, and they're not going to be able to use that. He's not going to be able to use it. Nor are they getting to go out there and pre-fish the body of water. <laughs> it's, it's like sort of just total crapshoot. Just you know, show up and go fishing and see what happens. But he said two places to follow him. Garrett McWilliams Fishing on Instagram. Y'all follow him on Instagram, Garrett McWilliams Fishing. And you can just go to Bassmaster.com. They're going to be covering the event and giving you a live leaderboard when they do the weigh-in stuff so good luck local boy garrett mcwilliams in that big tournament later in october in idaho i didn't even know they went bass fishing in idaho 
Just getting started on a Wednesday. Stick around. All right. In the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go with the home team. I'm Matt Wyatt. Roger's here. And I'm going to be near here this weekend. No game. State's off. Let's see. Who else is off? Just about everybody. The only SEC teams playing football this weekend, and it's week six. <laughs> week six. Ole Miss and Vanderbilt. Georgia is at Tennessee. Now, there's some interest there, but Georgia a just a huge favorite. And again, to give you the difference in college football and the NFL, Georgia, according to ESPN, Georgia is a 24-and-a-half-point favorite at Tennessee. And about two, three weeks ago, the Cowboys were a 20-plus-point favorite over the Dolphins. And that was like one of the biggest spreads in NFL history or something like that. And we, we see a 24-30-point you know, spread Every week in college football. Well, get this. Yeah, who did Alabama play? <laughs> right. Get this, Roger. There are literally five games involving SEC teams. Five total. And three of the five have a greater than three touchdown spread. <laughs> in week six. I mean, again, you want to know part of the issue with declining attendance and college football kind of sort of losing a little bit of a foothold, sort of, but certainly declining attendance. Yeah, there's a lot of factors, but I guarantee you, I'm telling you one of them right here. For instance, the best conference in America with the most passionate fans, with the biggest stadiums and the most revenue and the best network and all that, the most draft picks, that's the Southeastern Conference. And in week six, October the 5th, there are five games with league teams, and three of the five have a 24-and-a-half-point spread, a 25-point spread, and a 27-and-a-half-point spread. Nobody wants to watch that. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. We're sick of it. It's run its course. Okay, look. Everything evolves and moves and grows over time. And you look up 20 years ago, nothing is like it was 20 years ago. Things were different 20 years ago. Okay? For everybody. Personally, in your career, your bank account, <laughs> and in college football. So 20 years ago, it was just the landscape is the way it was. They had just recently come out of the 90s where everybody played 11-game schedules. Roger, when I was in college in the 90s, we only played 11 games a year. We didn't play 12. We played 11. Mm -hmm. All right? They went to 12 games sometime in the early 2000s, 20 years ago, basically. And so in that time, we just were happy. We got more games. We're happy with it. Everybody's going. Revenue's growing, the sport's growing, there's more games on TV. So sure, you want to throw Troy at Missouri 
on my television, or, you know, or on the schedule in October, fine, okay. You know, Utah State at LSU, okay, fine. I put it on there. More the, the merrier. But what has happened is that has run its course. Now, all that kind of crap right there is starting to have a negative effect because as the sport grew, they added a 12th game. There's more TV. Therefore, there's more TV revenue. Therefore, more revenue, schools got better. Coaches got more expensive and better. Facilities got better. There's more money coming in. So they're spending it, right? Stadiums bigger. Video boards nicer. Everything about it. Bigger, better, more expensive. So the cost then shifted to the fans. Ticket prices went up as the sport grew. Ticket prices went up. More demand, right? What happened? It costs more to tailgate. It costs more to buy stuff. Season tickets went up. We're making bigger donations. We need more money. We're building, building, building. (laughs) And now you reach that threshold and now it's going the other way. Because even on a discount, even with a discounted rate on a ticket, nobody in week six wants to go watch Utah State get killed by LSU at 11 a.m. in Baton Rouge. You got so the, when they're trying to diagnose why, why aren't, aren't people coming, position, heal thyself. Man, heal thyself. Roger. Get the sty out of your eye. Look, LSU's ranked fifth in the country. 4-0. and oh. You got a chance to win a national championship. Joe Burrow may win the Heisman. His numbers are through the roof. And it's 11 a.m. on the SEC Network in week six, and they're playing Utah State. And LSU will not sell all its tickets. Not close. Well, you ought to have a good day, though. If it were, you know, let me give you an example. I'm talking about stat-wise. Yeah, right. Yeah. So so this year, from the East, LSU plays Vanderbilt and their permanent Florida Gators. Instead of Utah State, what if it were Tennessee? Instead of Utah State, what if it were Kentucky? What if? What if it were South Carolina, who they've never played, it seems like, because of the stupid rotation schedule crap that we have in the SEC? Well, oh. there will be more people show up at 11 a.m. to watch them on the – you know, beat up on that SEC team than they will Utah State. It's a simple fix in the short term. And it's this cockamamie scheduling rotation that we have in the SEC. All right, Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Chris on the line. What's up, Chris? What's up, Matt? Hey, man. Hey, hey man, Um, I called Bo this morning and I was talking about, you know, we were – kind of kicking around some ideas, saying that state fans were kind of crazy for wanting a new coach and this, that, and the other. Hmm. But, I mean, I think, I think that that's mainly the problem that, um, you know, a lot of college football fans have, is, and that's the reason why people are not coming, because, I mean, there's no parity. Where's the parity? Yeah, no. I mean, Alabama fans, Alabama fans are, tr- are tired of winning, and everybody else is tired of losing. It's really so, interesting. You're not that far off. <laughs> it's really interesting. I mean, I mean, you know, the, the thing about it is, is, is this, is that, and I wanted to ask Bo if he had stock in the mental health wards around here because after Alabama loses two games this year, he's going to need it. 
<laughs> because it's they're gonna they're gonna die. Yeah, it's gonna be. And rough. I mean, it's just gonna happen. LSU's gonna beat them, and if Auburn plays anything like they did against State, they're gonna beat them too. No, I disagree, I mean, and I'll tell you why. I, I'm gonna tell you why at this point. Until I see more evidence, I'm gonna tell you why I disagree on what you just said. Nick Saban, why? Nick Saban versus Gus Malzahn, and Nick Saban versus Ed Ogeron. I won't believe it until well, I see it. Okay, so, but this is the point. The point is this, is that Ole Miss, we're, we're talking about the same team that lost to Memphis that couldn't even get more than 10 points, but 31 up on that defense. Well, and, you know, LSU, know LSU, gave right up, now. LSU gave up, what was it, 38 to Vanderbilt, I think? Yeah. And, I mean, and, 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 and Texas A&M gave up 37 to the worst team in the conference ever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... We're, you're, you're looking at a bad year for defense, but I just—I mean, I don't know. I was going to buy season tickets the next year, and I just—I told Bo, I said I'm, I'm already looking ahead to baseball and just ready for this to be over with because it's just, yeah. as a state fan, you know just as good as I do that it's just been agonizing for the last thirty years to even <laughs> count on state to do something because they look good. One minute and the next minute they're they're breaking your heart. So. Well, I do, think, but I just though, think that the, okay, the parity. Let me say this, Chris. What you just said, um, I I made a funny comment last night in the the dinner. (laughs) I said, you know, a lot of times this football stuff I've found is a lot like my golf game, is I enjoy it so much more when I lower my expectations. (laughs) But, and I I remember, I guess it was last week, Coach Moorhead had a great line in the SEC Network thing. He said, I golf like I bowl about 150. He said he's not good at either one of them. Right. But uh, back to what you said, um, you know, there's there's so much. The the schools, I think, and a lot of them, you know, State, Ole Miss, everybody, they're they're doing all they can to have a good experience if you come on campus for the game and to promote that. But I think we're if we're being honest, a lot of the reason for having to promote that and really focus on the experience if you come on campus. Is because unless you're a one of about four or five programs in this country, you have no chance at a national championship. And I hate exactly. to sound that way. I would never feel that. I would never even think that way when I was a player because you don't think that way when you're in the uniform. But outside now, being all grown up, I got this very pragmatic view of the world, kind of like you do, Chris. And, you know, it's look, it's Clemson and Alabama and Ohio State and, um, you know, I guess Georgia, and maybe you throw Notre Dame in there, and that's it. That's it. If you're not in that group, it's yeah. it. Just chalk it up. And LSU, if you're not in that group, you can chalk it up. You know, and then you're you go. Well, what are we playing for? You playing for improvement? You want to have a transcendent player who you, like Dak, and you go watch. You can't wait to go watch him play. That's really, really what it takes. Chris, great call as always, man. Have a good day. You too, man. Thank you. See ya. See ya. <laughs> I'm going to trademark that thing, right? Can you trademark? See ya. No. Hour two coming up. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.